You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on the Cooligans, we try to predict what's going to happen with the election. Uh, we try to. We also discuss Halloween. How did we celebrate? And we do some Premier League recap and some MLS recaps. That's right. Plus, we talked to Michael Azira of your Chicago Fire. We talked to him everything from coming from Uganda to the U.S., how he ended up in Chicago, and what he thought about Chicago deep dish pizza the first time he tried it. That and more today on the Cooligans! Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, The Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, baby! Vamos, let's go, okay? Let's go. Potentially the end of our country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the final season of America. Like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> expecting a lot of fire. All right, and you know what? I'll be honest, I don't want a red wedding. Okay? No, and you know, honestly, the storyline doesn't make a lot of sense, but we're here. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right, and I'm Alexis Guerreros. <laughs> All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the fun funniest soccer show that you have ever seen and that you have ever voted for hopefully yeah dude definitely we're all the way down on that ballot because we're also <laughs> we're under the gulliest party <laughs> all right 2020 vote gully okay <laughs> don't don't fill it in with that pen you need to stab that pen right through that circle <laughs> for it to register you know? uh yeah exciting obviously if you're if you're watching this live right now you might be you might be on the line. You're about. Maybe you're about to vote. Maybe you're. We're, you're, we're trying to help you pass the time in some way. Uh, thank you for your your you know your civic duty in yep. getting Trump out of office, please. <laughs> or maybe you're listening to us in your headphones while you're boarding up your home <laughs> or your small business. <laughs> Just okay, this, double checking yeah. that your insurance is fully paid. Yes, you know? I hope. I hope our warm, sultry voice will make you feel comfortable <laughs> in your bunker. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and depending on how this week goes or next few weeks, <laughs> our entrance might be, oh, no. And we might stop sharing where we're where we're dialing in from. You know what I mean? OK. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, obviously, a lot uh, a lot going on. I mean, not only the the election, which interestingly enough, I, I was excited about this on on my ballot in New Jersey. Um uh, the uh, a ballot for um uh, you know one of the prop things uh for legalizing marijuana is on there. Yeah, that's right because it's already medicinal in New Jersey. Yeah. But then I think it was Christie. Now we're, they're going to make it mandatory. <laughs> I mean, you gonna need this. Uh, <laughs> but I think it was uh, I think Christie made it for only people with like cancer and or AIDS, something like that. Like it was very restrictive. Okay. So hopefully that loosens it up and. I think New York City should do the same thing, legalize it, but don't waste all that money on the schools. Ain't nobody going to schools right now. <laughs> Use it to got it to make the subway free. Come on now. So look, yes, I, this is why Alexis is not in politics. Okay, <laughs> we don't need no money for schools. <laughs> what they learn? They got Zoom. <laughs> they good. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> the election is obviously uh, going on right now, and then also, uh, and over the weekend, it was Halloween. That's uh, right. What, did Alexis, you dress up? 
I did not dress up. I'm uh, not a Halloween person. No, I, I, I went through a phase of being very much into Halloween, but this time around, because I wasn't going to go anywhere, any party or anything like that, uh, my girlfriend and I, we just decided to put a costume on Nutmeg. That's right. And, and Nutmeg, uh, you know, look, even still, it, it requires so much effort to, to do that as well. I don't want to, I barely want to get a costume for myself. I don't want to get it for, for a dog. Did but, you Did you online shop or did you actually go out and have to buy this thing? No, no, online. Uh, my, oh, my good girl, for you. Yeah, my girl, <laughs> Helene, found it. And uh, we so we made Nutmeg a beanie baby, as you can see right here. Uh, and it was a, it was a hit on the internet. Beautiful. I mean, <laughs> look at this. Our show has uh, now a third cool again, and I couldn't hate it more. <laughs> okay. Look at he this is... adorable thing ruining our show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He is definitely going to, you know, he could fill in and uh, on any given day if one of us can't make it. So that's right. Uh, uh, so I, yeah, I hope uh, your, your, I hope everyone's Halloween was 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 fun and safe as possible. Um, let's uh, let's talk about some some the other nightmare that is the Premier League. Uh, let's discuss uh, uh, some of the matches, right? Because they, there were a couple of big results: Arsenal uh, defeating uh, Manchester United, and I finally. Think- at Old Trafford, finally yeah. since two thousand and six. Yeah, so it was uh, yeah, fourteen years since they had uh, since they had won at Old Trafford, and it, it was interesting because when when you know quote unquote records like this or these streaks sort of end, uh, the the announcers don't stop telling you right. Yeah, the, uh, on the broadcast, it was like they have not won for over and over and over. To to, to they kept they, doing they, it. They kept doing like <laughs> this, like report, like the announcer jinx, like uh, <laughs> like I remember they were going for a corner. <laughs> And they were like, Arsenal hasn't scored from a corner at Old Trafford in 56 years. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it right now. No, but they do this on purpose to create this like narrative within the broadcast that, that keeps you uh, sort of, uh, you know, those peaks and valleys of excitement right. of like, are they going to win? Are they going to score? Is it going to happen? Are, they, are you going to get your heart broken and things like that? So, uh, so good but on you know, them. It's like with like the perfect game, like they, they don't comment on the perfect. You don't, if an announcer yeah. mentions it, it ruins it. And even if it's superstitious and I'm not that superstitious, it is when it comes to my team. Leave him alone. <laughs> the uh, but how good did first of all El Nene? I am sorry for everything I've ever said about El, you. El Nene, it's El, El Nene, but okay. I did El Nene, yo, he's now. I'm gonna hold him like El Nene. All right, yo, El Nene is absolutely amazing. Only because he's next to Partey, the two of them look incredible. Thank you so much for spending the money, Arsenal. Thank yeah. you so much. They did look good. Uh, I mean, look, they you would wish that they, they score some more goals that are not simply penalties. Uh, hey, hey, you got to win. The, we got three points. I don't I don't care about your assessment or your analysis what, of how what we I got do it. love is is uh, Meza Ozil on on Twitter uh-huh. is is the biggest cheerleader. Yeah. It's just it's so strange. Yeah, uh, but it's. It's a little, it's, it's a little yeah, bit, it's a little, it's a little bit side like, eye. It's a little dickish. Can like, I say that? We're happy for the boys getting yeah. those three points. And it's like, you you know, it, it feels like a subtweet, even uh-huh. though he's, he is directly talking about his team. It's like, yo, congratulations to my ex. 
I hope he could take care of you. You know what I mean? It's a lot of that, you know? Uh, so funny. Um, so, yeah, Arsenal's always uh, entertaining. The other interesting thing we should discuss is um, Everton Chelsea. losing two in a row? No. no? You don't want to talk about it? What are you going to do? Look, I to- what happened? We, Everton are back, card. baby. <laughs> the, re- the red cards. Once we uh, get our players back from their 42-game suspensions, <laughs> yeah. uh, it will be fine. And we'll be back yeah. to the top of the table of the championship. It's going to be great. Yerimina realizing he doesn't have that speed for 90 minutes straight <laughs> was kind of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, it was it was challenging. Anyway, but we'll, we'll get Digne back. We'll get Richardson back, and everything will be fine. We're in second place, okay? But still better than Arsenal. Anyway, yeah. um, the uh, uh, Chelsea, uh, they went 3-0 against Burnley, but Christian Pulisic uh, is injured during the warm-up. Warm up. He was supposed to start this game. He was furious. Uh, he, he looked he, so mad. He ripped off the penny. He slams it on the ground. He's got yeah. his, his head in his hands. Like, uh, you know, when, 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 a, when a player of yours misses a goal and they don't react like it was the worst thing that happens, you almost be like, yo, I don't like this player no more. So I feel like to some degree you have to react that way. But this was the realist I've ever yeah. seen him react because it was like there's no real cameras on him at that moment. But he is absolute furious. And I like this edge. I just wish mm-hmm. – we would wrap him in bubble wrap. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't understand. This is becoming a look. I, it's been a concern. Uh, he has injuries. I'm like wondering what. I I, I don't think I, they, I've seen what the injury was. He sort of took like a little bit of a slip or something. Uh, it was very strange. So he clearly know, pulled so, something. But it, he is being rushed back a little bit. So hopefully it's so? just a little. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's just a little bit more time and everything S- will be fine save for the him. World Cup. S- yeah, yeah, save him for. for He's uh, good 20- enough. He doesn't need to play until the World Cup. Just put him away. Put him in the cupboard, baby. Put him in a like a cryo chamber. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. him like Demolition yeah. Man. All right, a padded room, but like with windows, like a respectful padded room. <laughs> Stick around uh, because we will be joined by midfielder for the Chicago Fire, Michael Azira, uh, and he's awesome. One of the just Great literally uh, kindest dudes you'll ever you're ever gonna meet. So, we don't know uh, that yet because we haven't actually spoken to him, but. <laughs> No, he's great. <laughs> Ooh, the magic of television. <laughs> yeah. uh, the uh, so uh, one thing I did want to talk about, uh, especially in MLS, uh, the the Hudson River Derby Let's happened go. over <laughs> over the weekend. Yes, if you're a Red Bulls fan, you're probably not saying that. <laughs> but although I mean, it wasn't a terrible game if you're a Red Bulls fan. But the only reason we're bringing this up is because NYCFC won <laughs> <laughs> and won pretty big. They won five two. Yeah, the, probably the, yeah. the biggest uh, kind of uh, mark. Margin that NYCFC has won by uh, the 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 most uh, amount of goals they've scored against uh, Rebels in, in one game. And you could you you saw it even after even after the fifth goal, they were still going for uh, for more goals. I yeah, mean, a friend the, of mine who's a Rebel fan texted me. He's like, "Why are they making uh, substitutions past the 90th minute? There's only three minutes left. This is disrespectful." And I'm like, "Do you remember the seven nil match?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. You want to talk about disrespect? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh, buddy, uh, you guys uh, <laughs> celebrated on home plate after the seventh goal. <laughs> Give us a chance, will you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that ship sailed. The, the, you know, the humble ship <laughs> yeah. sailed a long time ago uh, yeah. between these two teams. <laughs> they did handshakes at the beginning. <laughs> That's more than enough. <laughs> yeah. No, man, but they uh, Tati Castellanos with a uh, with a hat trick. That's uh, right. They, they they played well. I think the the, the impressive thing here was after uh, going down two to one. 
and still being able to uh, Garamakai St- Steven tying the game up uh, was huge before the end of the half because I mean it, it's a different mindset going into that second half if uh, if, if they are if they are down. And but it then- also, but also that Garamakai Stevens uh, goal. What you started to see was like they're like, okay, look, we'll play out of the back, but when we see an opening, we're going for it, and it felt like a lot of like. You know, NYCFC sort of suffers from what a couple of clubs and MLS do, which is if they want to play out of the back, they're kind of very steadfastly playing out of the back, even when there's opportunities to do other stuff. And what you started to see was they're like, okay, we're going to play out of the back, but the moment you start to press up a little bit higher, we're going to go over the top and kind of keep you guessing. And it was kind of fun to see. It was kind of, it was a fun back and forth match until the second half. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then uh, that's when Alex Ring was like, let me show you what I didn't even know I could do <laughs> and score a golazo with my yeah, but. yeah, and and we know that he he did that against. Um, I mean, he's he scored some bangers in his, yeah. you know in his NYCFC career. The that that first one, uh, his first goal for NYCFC was that banger against Atlanta United that he scored yeah. against uh, Brad Guzan that tied the game uh, at, at Mercedes Benz. Uh, but to do this with his left foot is, <laughs> bro, it was it was I I think it shocked absolutely everyone. Ryan Merrow was like, okay, is this yeah. this type of game it's gonna Ooh. be? Who's this guy? You know, <laughs> you know what it reminds. For those of you who didn't watch it, imagine if we were eating pizza and Christian was like, "Honestly, I don't think they baked it enough." <laughs> We'd all be what? like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Why? Who's that one? What is this? Are there two two pizza experts now?" <laughs> That's not the one who normally does this. It was fun. Five two. Thank you, NYCFC, for capping that off. And I think both clubs are making the playoffs anyway, so it'll be fun to see what happens in the playoffs. Don't leave because when we get back, we got Michael Azir from the Chicago Fire. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We just want to bring it with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right. Gully Squad out in full force. Uh, That's right. Out. I mean, you mean in, in full force. We are staying inside. <laughs> we, are, we are outdoors <laughs> spreading this disease. That's what we do. Gully Squad. We cough in everyone's mouths, <laughs> But we, dude. we're spreading gulliness, all right? None, of that, right? none of that COVID nonsense. Nah, dude. We're, we're spreading COVID-69. <laughs> okay? That's the fun one. Yeah, dude. You didn't think you'd want it in the beginning, but when you get it, you're like, you know what? It's kind of fun. So, yes, uh, shout out to, 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 to Gully Squad. And, uh, yeah, for people who help uh, support the show, help us uh, put out more content. We've been doing a lot more stuff, especially uh, on uh, live streaming. Uh, they've been a part of it as well. We've been doing stuff on Twitch. It's been really, really fun. Uh, even though, yeah, we're stuck at home, we're, we can still uh, do some fun stuff and, and give, you know, whether it's a exclusive content a dope slack channel uh we're, we're still uh putting out great work uh and then that's all because of gully squad absolutely and they they support us and we want to we want to make sure that that's uh we give them back some cool content and also we want to make sure we find other people that want to come hang out in this Slack channel because so far it is pretty late yeah. it's all it's pretty awesome exactly so if you want to join gully squad all you got to do is go to soccercooligans.com and click on the join gully squad button is right there on the menu is at the top it is at the bottom uh very visible easy to find and it's a it's a great community and there's also uh great perks obviously we you know the gully squad was invited to our birthday party and uh, Hi. How, how lit was that i mean they got to they got to hang out with who are some of the folks they got to hang out with, Alexis? I mean, it was a wild time that I'm <laughs> kind of forgetting that because I drank so heavily. But we had Sal Volcano of the Impractical Jokers come through. Yeah, that's right. Okay. We, we that's had, right. The Impractical Jokers. We had Alexi Lalas come through, who some say is a kind of a clown. 
right? Yeah, see? <laughs> he's, he's a less practical Joker. Uh, he's, uh, he also serenaded us, yeah. right, with a guitar. Ellie Menjum of Darby Days and Copa 90 fame. We have a uh, Cal Martino. Zach Valentin, Cal Martino, Edson Buttle. Yes. I mean. Everybody uh, was there. It was super, super fun. Uh, so those are some of the cool uh, perks that come with being uh, uh, in Gully Squad. And, and we try to give everybody a really fun and unique experience that you may not be able to get everywhere else if you you know just a casual soccer fan so feel free to join uh again uh you can uh, subscribe at what like whatever level and whatever you want to give every month uh and there's different uh you know perks for uh, the different levels as well so make sure uh again go to soccercoolings.com uh click on the join gully squad button and come aboard toot toot All right, baby, we're back on a Cooligans Living Room FC. And Christian, I'm excited for our next guest. Uh, we, As am I. Okay, well, good. All right, I don't want to be the only <laughs> one. Uh, we've seen this gentleman play in MLS uh, for a bit now, uh, you know, manning the midfield. Previously, we saw him with Montreal, now with the Chicago Fire, all the way from Kampala, Uganda. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Michael Azira. <laughs> Hey, Michael, how's it going, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Thank no. you so much uh, 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 for joining us. Yeah, I mean, uh, right. Let's. I, I want to start a little bit with your MLS career because, and I just want to give you some props because, uh, obviously, yeah, you are right now with the Chicago Fire. You were with Montreal Impact. Before that, you were with the, uh, a, a really good stint with the Colorado Rapids, and I know that because you were on my fantasy team all the time. You were a solid midfielder reliable for good points you know this you is got- the only reason we brought you on <laughs> so christian can thank you thank you thank you dollars he was thank you i'm just saying a, a, a good a reliable midfielder and and i'm sure that's why you 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 know you found success in major league soccer because i'm sure lots of coaches just trusted you uh manning that midfield man thank you thank you i'm glad i was on your fun this too man that's really great <laughs> When you were a young boy in Uganda, did you dream one day that a a television host would thank you? No, 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 no. Oh, that wasn't in your uh, in your journal. It wasn't, yeah. man. But I'm glad. I'm glad I finally met you now. So that's really great. Okay, it makes my day. <laughs> Talk a little bit about your your because uh, I read your Players Tribune article and it was it gave a really good explanation of sort of how you went from being a kid in Uganda getting a chance to play at that tournament in Brussels and making it uh, to the college scene here in, uh, in the U.S. Why don't you uh, sort of update your audience a little bit? What was that like, just sort of getting these opportunities and being able to to look at your opportunities here in the U.S. and be like, all right, maybe it ain't perfect right now. Maybe things aren't going exactly right. But, hey, I, didn't, I never thought I'd even get this far. So, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, man. Uh, all right. So, like as you said, you know, I was born and raised in Uganda, and I have – I have four brothers and one sister, and we had a we had we had a, we had a good family. I would say because my parents always they worked out to put food on the table, you know. But you know, we always look forward to Christmas because that's when that was when you know you get maybe some new shoes or a new clothes or something, you know, a new shirt. But besides that, the rest you have to take care of yourself. You know, it's like buying boots. You know, like I had to save my own money to buy my first pair of boots and I was bowling in those things, man. I was so, <laughs> I thought I was the man, man. I'll wear them to school, coming back home, I'll put them on. Dude, it was the best. It was the best feeling ever. But you know, it's, 
you know, he told me something, you know, because he told me from the beginning to save, you know, to save money for something, to, to work towards something. So I was able to buy my own pair of boots, you know, when I was in primary six and I was around 11, 12. And I was really, really mad. That was the best day of my life, you know, to put on boots for the first time because we used to play with our boots, you know, play in the roads, yeah. you know, on, on yeah. dirt roads. And the cars would come, you stop, and then you play again. You you there are a lot of nails on that <laughs> that area there. We, <laughs> we knock your nails out, but you know. So also, uh, so after finishing primary in Uganda, I started high school. But my parents couldn't afford it, and I met someone. Uh, his name is Mr. Ken Davis. He was able to take care of my school, and he trusted me. And because we used to play with his son, he was working for the World Food Program, and. Mm -hmm. So he realized that I like school, and that's when we traveled to Denmark and uh, to play in a small tournament in Lemvi, and uh, it was in Denmark. So after that, I realized. Although I did read that in Denmark is where you first tried pizza. Yeah, yeah, is... that's true. <laughs> I've never. Had I mean, pizza you've before. had you had better pizza now, right? You've been in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always talk about a lot. They, they talk a lot about the pizza in New York, but I'll have, yeah, I've tried it before anyways, you know, cause we played in New York one time and they brought it to us. So it was, it was really good. Good, like there it, we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to thank you for trying the pizza. Christian, thanks you for fantasy. Yeah. I want to thank you for trying our pizza. It's really, yeah. it's, it was, I'll, it's really good. I'll, I'll, Alexis is the is the pizza expert on the on the show. I mean, in life too. He's yeah, very much uh, knowledgeable. When, I know when too it comes much to... about pizza. <laughs> yeah. So it. when I'm I'm actually curious, what is Danish pizza even like? Is did you? I mean, look if if that's the first time you're having pizza, I imagine you're like, this is the greatest thing. Uh, it in the world. was but now that it was fire. <laughs> you know, tried. it was fire. It was really good. You know, I was like, wow. <laughs> This is good. We should have when this every day. you got to day. the Chicago Fire, you're like, you named it after the pizza in Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was good. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I mean, obviously, now that you it was, pizza, It was just I, a cheats pizza, you know, but it was really, it okay, was yeah. good. Of course, it was my first time and I was like, wow, you know, you could just have yeah, bread and put on some cheese and some sauce and that's it. <laughs> You know, you're yeah. like, this is all, but when you put it together, it's, it's really magic. good. You know, so I was like, this is good. This is fire, man. How, how about um, the the pizza in Chicago? Have you have you had it? And is it? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I love it. You know, because but one so one time I ordered this dish pizza. It was my first yeah. time. I didn't know how big this thing could be. <laughs> I was I was by myself. So this thing was big, bro. I was Super. like, wow, I can't finish you this. You knew you were in trouble when the delivery guy's like, boop, boop, boop. It's a Bang truck back it up. You're like, why? Dude. Why? I was a like, forklift. I just ordered a pizza. Dude, it was too big. I was like, I can't finish this. I just had one pizza and then I, it's so sad. I had to throw it away. You know, it's. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, well, no. you know, what? I was in the, the first time I, I was in um, Chicago. I remember I got. Um, you know, I, I, we had deep dish pizza and then uh, we no one could finish it. So we had all this pizza left. So we're like, you know what? We're not going to throw it away. We're going to go and give it to maybe a homeless person on the street and I, so they can have a meal that evening. I go. I find this homeless guy. I walk up to him, go give him the box. He's like, no, 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 I'm good. And he literally has like six boxes of deep dish pizza. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm clearly okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to use them as bed sheets. Seriously. So many. Yeah. You know, can you give me something better? 
You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> said, did you get a salad by any chance? Yeah, you know? <laughs> did, does that one have vegetables on it? Because this is too much. Seriously. <laughs> it's a lot of cheese. <laughs> no, this is good. As far as the, your time now with the Chicago Fire, you've been with a couple MLS teams. What has been the, the the feeling now? You're getting you're playing in in Soldier Field. That you're you're with the Chicago Fire during a time of, of like a, kind of a lot of transition. Uh, but how are you feeling now? Uh, you kind of adjusting to the squad. Oh, it's really great, you know, because you know Coach Ruff has done a good job to put the team together. We have a lot of new new players and a lot of Hispanics, you know. But you know, it, it helps us also to learn the language, you know. <laughs> it's, of course. So, yeah, yeah. but we, he brought in a lot of good players, and he's done a good job to put us together. And you know, the guy knows the game, man, and it's, he's changed the way we play. And we play some fun soccer now, which is really good, you know, attacking soccer and exciting for the for our fans mostly. But you know, hopefully, we can continue to improve and do better as a team. But for me, mostly, you know, I've enjoyed my moment here. You know, it's learning so much from players, from the coach, and you know, and all the clubs that I've been at, you know, because it's a blessing, you know, a kid from Uganda is here in MLS, you know, playing at Soldier Field. Who knew, you know, at this, there's so much history in the stadium, you know, it's, it's so, it's amazing to be part of this, of this, of this program and what they're trying to achieve. So I'm really blessed. Of course. I, I awesome. love the positivity. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was, Thank you. Uh, and uh, Alexis did mention the, 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 the Players' Tribune article that, that, that you had written. And uh, I highly recommend everyone uh, check it out because it really gives you a, a great background on, on your upbringing and how you got to where you are. I, I, was, I want to talk specifically about when you got your scholarship and, and came to play in college. You went to Kentucky, correct? Uh, and and sort of the 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 culture shock, uh, and and, it, and you described it very well. Of like you know you uh, you know people in Uganda think of uh, America as your Golden Gate Bridge and Statue of Liberty, but Kentucky is very different than both of those things. Uh, and and kind of the the uh, the adjustment period, whether it's like you know uh, learning the language more. Uh, knowing just like, you know, it's, it's, and it's different than just like, uh, uh, you know, New York or California have, they probably, there's probably a Ugandan community that you can go and, and connect with. But in Kentucky, I'm sure that's a little bit harder to find. You were the Ugandan community, maybe. I <laughs> <laughs> was the only community there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have my friend, his name is Henry. He, he lives in Charlotte now. Uh, Henry Kalunji came to the United States before me, so he recommended me to his college, uh, to his coach at Winthrop University, and they came to Uganda to watch me play. So they watched me play and they liked me, they gave me a scholarship. And this was really exciting, man. I was like, this is it, you know, I've been trying to get out of here for so long, and I think <laughs> this is it, you know, because, but I didn't tell my parents first, you know, I was like, I'm going to wait to see if this is really happening. Is it a dream or no? I need to wait. Yeah. So um, they he, he gave me the scholarship and I was really excited. And by then they used to call me the national team. You know, I was, I was in the under 20, under 23, but they would call me, you know, just to shadow to see how they do the training. So my passport was already at the embassy and we had a game. But to play in these friendly games, you need your passport. So even on a game day, the coach came and said, oh, Michael, we, we think we want you to start. I was like, what? I'm like, oh, dude, no, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't have my passport. My passport is like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, it's at the embassy. I can't be here. They're like, oh. 
they're like, okay. So I talked to the the president of Soka. He told me, okay, Michael, we wish you all the best, you know, but go, but you can always come back and play. So I was traveling on Friday and I told my mom on Thursday. So I was like, mom. You told her the day before you left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I told my mother that, I would have showed up with some bruises. Really? Oh. Yeah. I was like, no, no. You know, we're we we a lot of kids, man. I, like, I didn't have yeah. you know, mom to be paying attention to me all, all, all the time, which uh, yeah. it, it helped me out so much because that gave me so much freedom to do whatever I needed to do, like to go play soccer from morning till evening. Like she'd yeah. be like, ah, there's a lot of kids anyways, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. As long so, as you're out of the house, not giving me any Yeah, as so long as I do my chores, <laughs> I bring water from the well, put it at home, do dishes, I leave. Nice. So, bring water from the well. That's, yeah, that's, we all grew up. Yeah, exactly yeah, 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 true. <laughs> Seriously, you know. So I, I, I told her, you know, mom, I, I, got, I got a scholarship. Because she always wanted us to finish school before we could play soccer. Like my, she really wanted my older brother to finish school, but he couldn't. He he didn't make it to go all the way to the university. And I told her, "Mom, you know, one day I'll make it." You know, but she's like, "We have no money. How will I ever make it?" So that day I came back and I told her, "Mom, I'm going to go to college." She's like, "No, Michael, we have no money. I can't afford it." I'm like, "Mom, I'm leaving tomorrow." She's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Mom, I got a scholarship I'm going to the USA." She's like, "No way." I'm like, "Yes, Mom, I'm leaving tomorrow." And she's like, whoa, she, she was yelling so much, like, no way. I'm like, mom, you see, that's why I wasn't telling you. She's like, oh, can we do something for you? Can we throw a party? I'm like, mom, you don't even have money, you know. Don't waste <laughs> your money. Just hold on to it. Use it Use it for something else. She's like, okay, can I, can I at least go with you to the airport? I'm like, yeah, you can do that, you know. That's because I was like, you know, I don't want to take out from her work, you know. She, she, she always worked hard, you know, to take care of us. And I was like, you know, mom. Don't have to worry about anything about the ticket because that's when Mr. Ken Davis, I showed my scholarship letter to Mr. Ken Davis, who was paying for my high school. So he had to approve it, looked at it, he called the school to make sure that it's real. And yeah. so and then he's like, Michael, don't worry, I got the ticket for you. I was like, wow. You know, that's amazing. It's, yeah, this guy yeah, is I, like, I mean, he was like, God sent, man. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. He's an angel for He's sure. He's an angel for sure because, you know, out of the blue, he's like, Michael, don't worry. I got the ticket because there's no, where, where was I going to get the money, bro? I had nothing. Yeah. Right. You know, but. You can't take the bus to the, to, to the college. No, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll cut through Antarctica. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. no way. Like, oh. No, but that, that must be, I'm just like imagining that moment of how, um, proud uh your mom must have been right i mean when you when you gave her that news because it, it not even it's i'm sure she's proud of you for uh, playing soccer and that and how great is that 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 got you but it's it's going to college right i mean for so many parents i mean my parents are immigrant parents from the dominican republic they, they didn't go to college and then the fact that my brother and i did and and that is like you know for for some families like that is the the you know the success they're like oh i i i couldn't have this in my life but i was able to give it to my right. children and i'm sure that was something really you know important to her dude they they brag about it you know that i have, I have a kid at the co- i have a kid at college like uh, <laughs> yeah. you know but dude, she was amazing. she was really happy for me and you know because like as i said she always wanted us to go to school but because she couldn't afford it but Mr. Ken Davis came out, came out of the blue and he's like, Mike, I'll take care of you, man. And 
So I got that's wild. You know, How do you repay someone like that? How do you repay someone that's done so much for you? Like I like I went back to him, and that's the reason one of the reasons why we started the foundation. You know, I went back to him and I said, Mr. Kendrick, how can I ever repay you back? You know, he told me, Michael, you don't have to pay me back. You know, just pass it on, do it for someone else. I was like, wow, this guy is a genius, man. Is that, you know, touched me so much. And I was like, you know, I need to find a way to help other kids, you know, to give them an opportunity, you know. And that's why I was like, you know, let's start a foundation. We started with just forming tournaments, you know, and we organized a tournament every year at home, just give kids opportunities to play soccer and just encourage them and empower them, give them hope. I'm like, you know, if I, if I made it, you can make it too. You know, we have different paths, but I think you can make it as well. You have to believe in yourself, you know, because opportunities are always there. But if you don't prepare when the opportunities come, then you, there's no way you're going to make it. So we use this tournament as a way to empower kids and encourage them and give them a, just an opportunity to express themselves, to be kids, you know, to so that they know they don't have to worry about anything just to be kids because we know we provide them with meals we give them soccer balls and jerseys and you know just to give them something to be proud of you know to know that you know if michael made it i can do it too you know so and that's the man behind mr ken davis you know he gave me that you know i'm like if he did it let's also try to help someone else because he did it for me out of nowhere you know so now we were talking a little bit about uh your foundation what is the goal of the foundation uh, to to provide? I mean, you must be looked at as kind of like a local hero, and I'm sure you use that uh, to your advantage, right? Playing for the national team, you're playing soccer professionally, right? You're probably giving the kids advice, like whatever you do, don't go to Columbia, Kentucky, you know, like different <laughs> advice, different advice, you know. Uh, what what is the goal? What is the purpose? And and how how are you, like how are the kids just like view you? Like you must be. Like, holy crap, like a kid from our neighborhood made it, you know? <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't know. I don't know how they see me, but I take myself like, you know, I keep it at the low low, you know? I know you, yeah. you won't <laughs> find me in the spotlights or anything like that because I, I like spending more time with the kids, you know? When I go home, at least I do like a training session with them and just play with them, you know, and continue to empower them. But the main purpose of the foundation is to help kids have access to, you know, to opportunities, you know, like education and through soccer. So... Like I'm trying to be able to organize schools like private schools, which can bring in some kids from back home. Cause we be, we always select like the best players out of the tournament and we're like, how can we support them? So what we do is we know we try to <clears throat> find them scholarships back home. So we're now we're trying to expand it to see if they can come to the US as well. Cause you know, I won't say that don't go to Kentucky, you know, cause at the end of the day, <laughs> getting to Kentucky is better than just staying in Uganda, you know? That's a good point. You know, because yeah. you, you always have to start somewhere. And, you know, and Kentucky, I know it wasn't the best place, but, you know, he told me so much, you know, to be patient and to be appreciative of things because a coach took a chance on me to give me a scholarship, you know. He would have turned, it, turned mm -hmm. me down. So if a kid, if, he's, if that's the opportunity where he's going to start, I'll tell him to come, to go through there and get the Because the most amount of things to get the education. Because when I got there, I wanted to leave, but I was like, and I remembered why I'm here. You know, I came here to get an education first as I pursue my goal to become a professional soccer player. So if it's just the opportunity that's available, I'll tell him, you know, it's okay. You can come and we will take care of you. I'll keep in touch with you to make sure that you do everything right. But, you know, back home, we're trying to help kids have the access to opportunities through scholarships and buying them books to stay in school, mostly. We so this tournament is mostly focused on education, you know, like, 
because most of kids like there's some good players but they they can't afford school so that's what mr ken davis did for me paid for my school i could play but i couldn't afford my tuition so i was like okay let's stick to that but to do this we have to be we have, we have to work with parents as well because you can't do this alone you have to right. talk to the parents and make them believe in your cause in what you're trying to do so we work with wow. some local people like the people i grew up with you know to make sure that you know they monitor the kids to see how they're doing and their grades and stuff like that so but and they're also working with local schools back home you know like okay we like would you give this kid a scholarship you know he's a good soccer player and would you give him a scholarship i recommend him and because some some schools still remember remember me and they're like you know it's like okay michael remember you if the kid is like you then that's okay we can keep him so yeah. we try to advise the kids to be disciplined and to take care of their school fast so that's the main purpose of the foundation just help kids have access to these opportunities you know and to guide them through these some of these little things because it's easy for kids to lose it you know just you know when you're desperate and you know you you're broke people take advantage of you easy yeah so, very much so yeah so if you give them an opportunity like you know I'll take care of your school don't worry about it and then I'll I'll give you books we'll take care of the rest little by little so we try to find them scholarships and also if there's an opportunity for so cuz Chicago Fire was going to bring a kid from Uganda last year but because of covid you know we couldn't come and also Mississippi Bria I played at Mississippi Bria and my PDL season they were going to bring a kid over during the summer but the covid stopped everything so yeah. we partner with these kind of organizations you know and they're willing to help you know to give an opportunity to a kid from Uganda which so that's what I'm trying to work on right now to create these partnerships which can support kids from Uganda and you know you never know if they be another zero that's my goal man of course <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no, so, that'd be amazing that'd be uh, huge i i want to ask you about the once you finally started playing professionally you you mentioned uh, uh mississippi uh you also play for the the battery the uh, charleston battery um which also brings you, in a lot of people from cuba that's where i'm yes. from yes uh, charleston battery gets okay. a lot of people uh, from <laughs> you know uh, absolutely yeah, course, yeah. Yeah. uh and then you but then you went into uh into major league soccer obviously with the with seattle sounders yeah. what was the that feeling like to go i mean you're already a professional player but to go to to the first division uh how how did that feel once you got that call dude that was a dream come true man because you know it's like the way things happened i don't even know how i can't explain it but it always i always sit down i'm like you know maybe i was just prepared for it because uh when i was in charleston the coach in charleston battery he called the coach in seattle who is the head coach now coach schmetzer He's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's a kid here from Uganda. Would you take a look at him? They're like, yeah, send him over. So they, that's when we had the reserve league, you know. So they called me. They were going to play Portland. They played Portland and the reserve team plays the next day. So our game was the next day. So when I reached there, I was not even going to start. And Steven Zakwani said, I don't want to play. I don't want to play in this game. And I was I was just there on the bench. The coach said, Michael, you're, you're going. You're going to play. I was like, wow. <laughs> just like that like i never i didn't even think about it and they told me play as a left midfielder i'd never played as a left midfielder but i was like if this is my opportunity if this is my chance i'm going to go give my best no matter what and i went in there and had a good game i scored the winning goal man that was that was a game changer for me man like they told me michael you have to come back for preseason i was like wow 
This is it. Wow. Like, I'm going to this preseason. I'm going to give everything, man. I'm going, if it means biting, if it means biting, I'll bite you, man. I'll bite you. I'll grab you, man. You I'm know? watching Luis Suarez clips. Yeah, I'm man. Gonna... I'm on it, bro. I'm like, this is this. <laughs> crossing <laughs> you know because you know you have to be i was like i'm hungry for this i want this you know this is this has always been my dream you know to to be a professional soccer player so i was like if this is my opportunity i'm going to take it on man no matter what and i came back for preseason and they played me in every position man but i didn't care wow. you know they're like michael right back left back left midfield i was like i don't care i'm just gonna go play you know, yeah, yeah. and gloves. just for me, yeah. gloves are kind of difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are not easy, my friend. I don't know how those guys do it. Respect to the like, goalkeepers. Your dress, your dress is one of the officials. I'm trying it all. Yes, man. Man. I don't <laughs> care. I'll go anywhere. You know what? Red card. Yeah. Bring it up. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so no, that's amazing. Man. Yeah, yeah. Man. Continue. So the 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 coach in Seattle called Late Ziggy. He came and told yeah. Charles and he would like to sign Michael, and then. Coach in Charleston is like, Michael, do you really want to go now? You know, I could take you to Tottenham. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm going now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to take you to Tottenham to try out. I'm like, oh, I've been here for two years. You didn't take me. I think I'm going to yeah. go now. Tottenham will find me later, you know? Okay. So they took me to, to Seattle and I was like, this is my dream, man. This is a dream come true. And I was so excited. I was so happy. And I called my mom and told him, call my dad, you know, tell them about it. And they were really happy for me. And, and I've always wanted, you know, like, I was like, cause we were renting back home, we were living in one bedroom. And I was like, I'll, I'll build a home mom, no matter what, I'll find a way to build a home. And successful, I was able to make it, you know, and I was able to build a home. And that was something, you know, I was like, mama, I've told you. You built your mama home? Yes, man. I built my mama oh. home. And I was like, wow, this is nice, man. Beautiful. So that was really <laughs> nice for her. And she was really happy and like, she's like, Michael, thank you. So we get to talk once in a while, you know, but she's really happy. And I was like, I was able to do this for my family and it gives me something you not know, to be thankful for, to play in the league, you know. Of That's course. beautiful. Yeah. I just, I would just say like, uh, Alexis is a big, big Arsenal fan. So if you had gone Tottenham, I don't think you would even be on this show. <laughs> Wouldn't I, it I'll be honest, it worked out great. It worked out best. For you, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. We have a group called Gully Squad. That's our supporters, if you will. Gully Squad are the best. And we let them ask some questions. And we have a massive Chicago Fire fan uh, amongst the ranks. Her name is Nicole Hack. <laughs> And uh, nothing happens in Chicago with or without her saying so. <laughs> All right, she the is mayor. Yeah. Okay. She's the new Al Capone uh, when it comes to soccer in Chicago. And uh, her question is great. Uh, first of all, she says hi, Michael. Uh, but she said, uh, "What has the transition to uh, playing at at Soldier Field been like? Um, and how is the team preparing for the final few games in hopes of making a playoff position?" I have a feeling she typed that last sentence out with her fingers crossed because she is a huge Chicago <laughs> yeah. Fire fan. So, what's that like playing at, at Soldier Field? And how do you guys think you're uh, setting up for these next few games? Yeah. So. First of all, you're truly like, it's really exciting to play at that stadium with so much history, you know, but, you know, we miss our fans, you know, because it's always nice to play in front of your fans. You know, it's not the same them watching on TV, you know, but yeah. I know they're supporting us, you know, afar, but we are truly thankful for their support. But we miss them there in the stadium and, you know, it's it's nice to play on grass, you know, it's everyone we're enjoying it so far. The good thing we haven't lost a game there, so we need to keep it like that, you know. You need to collect more points in that in there and then 
you know, first of all, you know, we're trying to prepare, you know, it's very important to win your games on the road, you know, if you want to make the playoffs. So we're trying to focus on winning some games on the road. It's because that's the only way, you know, we, you can really have that push for the playoffs. And, and, you know, we talked to the coach is always, you know, trying to empower us and encourage us, you know, tell us, you know, guys, we need to focus on these four games, but we take one at a time, you know, so we can be able to collect as many points as we can to pink the playoffs. Yeah, it's been uh, very. I've, I've caught either either at the MLS's back tournament and then when you know the, during the restart, the the Fire have been a completely revitalized team. There's so much more like fun to watch. Very uh, different. The, the, the last uh, the last you know this season especially. Uh, another thing I wanted to ask you was, but I know you have two children, uh, and I'm almost I'm curious about this because I always find when you are raising your children in America and you are from a different country with a very different upbringing, mm -hmm. how, how rude are these kids and who do not appreciate what they have? How do you feel? <laughs> do you get, do you, do you get to the point where you're like, you, you're lucky you have these things. Hello, never... <laughs> are you like, go find me a well. And yes, bring back water. me some water. Walk, walk two miles and then come back. Yeah. They're like, what about the faucet? No, no, no. No, no. Don't get it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, look at me like, what's a well? Yeah. <laughs> Has that been uh, uh, like a, a... It must be different, right? Raising kids in America versus how you were raised, right? Yeah, you know, it's a bit different, but, you know, because my wife is American and, you know, we bring that balance together. So, and also to uh, my wife, she's like, she's a down-to-earth woman, you know, she's she's humble. So she tries, she, she keeps them in line for sure. She's, um, I'm, I'm the fun parent. She's the, the one who corrects everything because yeah. she spends most of the time with them and me with the travel and my career, you know, it's always like you come home and then you travel. So even when they have to do something, they have to get approval from my mom. Can I do it? I'm like, I just told you I'm your dad. I say do it. You know? <laughs> I have to look at their mom first. So my wife is my wife is always laughing. She's like, Michael, you're never home. You're never home. You know, so yeah. don't be surprised. But you know, you're not the authority. I know. No you know. Yeah. But you know, it's you know, she's done a good job to keep our family together. Man, she works so hard to take care of the kids. But you know, she brings that balance. You know, I try to teach them my language a little bit, which I should do more because they ask me more yeah. about it. And you know. We, with time, we want to take them into Uganda to see where it came from. And uh, we share videos and we share pictures and they share with, talk to my parents as well. And so they get to see that and, you know, they get to ask me a lot of questions. Who is that? What is that? You know, so you're like, you know, we need to have a farm. We need to have some chickens running around. You have to learn to yeah, chase yeah. them. Because yeah. to, <laughs> to eat the chicken back home, you have to chase it until you catch yeah. it. When you catch it, then you can eat it. <laughs> you know, it's not like, yeah, you just go pick from fridge. It's here already. Like, uh-uh, you have to chase it first. <laughs> and the chickens can <laughs> run, my friend, eh? <laughs> yeah. Sure. But, I can, that's how you develop your speed. Yeah, you have to, like, my friend. You know? <laughs> you have to, Do you have any idea how different I'd, I'd look if I had to catch oh, my football? We won't eat that day. Are pretty slow. We would not cows eat that day. <laughs> we would starve that day. You just see me on the back of a cow trying to choke it out. <laughs> we eat steak today, boys. <laughs> this cow's going to get tired of yeah, no. It's going to give up. <laughs> oh, my God. If we have to rely on you to eat that day, would stop, man. We'll be like, oh, yeah, you would. We'd be eating a lot of vegetables. Yeah, no, man. Like, we need some meat around here. 
the chickens the chickens would be happy to have you around be like he can't catch us (laughs) they're like not a fat guy's coming we're good (laughs) we're we're living another day yes we are here man another day Oh my goodness. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Thank you again to oh, Michael man. Azira for joining us uh, on the show of Amazing. the Chicago Fire. Uh, super fun time, man. Thank you so much for joining us. I mean, seriously, it means the world. Uh, Michael, is there anything you want to let people know about before we sign off? Oh, first of all, I just want to say thank you to you guys for having me today. And uh, say, say thanks to all the Chicago Fire fans, you know, for sticking with us through all this. And also, I'd like to thank all the people who helped me to don- to support my foundation, the Azura Michael Youth Foundation. You know, and, and we also we have a, an Instagram page as well, it's Azura Michael Youth Foundation as well. And people can right. go there to donate or to support us in any way that they can. You know, we take you know used gear, soccer gear, and also if some people want to support us financially, we are truly thankful. That would be really kind of them as well. So they can go out there and support us in any way that they can. And you know okay absolutely <laughs> zero yeah, micro foundation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. zero micro make sure uh you you show the support go to the website uh i mean there's a, a bunch of great information and and uh and you guys you, you're doing amazing work so uh thank you for that um all right everybody make sure uh you also follow us at soccer cooligans on all social media uh follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans uh we do a bunch of fun stuff there as well at fubo sports and make sure to follow the fubo sports youtube channel for full episodes of the program uh, all right, Michael, let us end the show the way we normally do. Uh, so thank you so much again for, uh, for joining us. So for Michael Zira, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? We, we Cooligans! Cooligans!